Hey, good morning, my friends. <clears throat> Skip here. You will note that um, I'm very hoarse. I don't know how long today's episode will be, but um, I haven't uh, <clears throat> haven't put an episode up for a couple days because of my voice. So, um, welcome to December eighth. It's a Friday. Uh, beautiful weather out here lately. Uh, we need a little rain, but here in Iowa, <clears throat> we, uh, uh, we're having a pretty good stretch of, of warm weather, but we need some rain. So I hope things are well where you're at. I better, I better get to our topic before I completely lose my voice, but it's been a few days and I wanted to make sure that you knew that I was still around, <laughs> uh, still thinking, <clears throat> still contemplating spirituality. Excuse me when I take a drink. <clears throat> so, I don't know if that made it any better, but here we go. I want to talk about a, a fairly complex topic today. About what needs that we have that are authentic. What needs do we humans have that are authentic? And that question presupposes that there are needs that aren't authentic. And I think that we need to look at that. Because, you know, we humans are pretty complex beings. And sometimes we think we need things when we really don't. Oh, let me give you an example. One of the ways that I hid from my childhood, my childhood was really terrible. Um, one of the ways that I hid from the dysfunction of my family was I, I ate. And my mom enabled me to eat. And I was a pudgy little boy. Uh, and so I was programmed to perceive the need to escape through food that translated into drugs. Uh, but the need, although it derived from a real pain in my life, was really a false per perception, a false projection. What I really needed was a hug. <clears throat> what I really needed was encouragement, not a donut, right? I mean... That's about the simplest thing I can, uh, about the simplest way I can explain this theory, part of this theory. So there are authentic needs and there are inauthentic needs. And, and the inauthentic needs come from these false perceptions of ourself. They come from uh, how we are programmed. Some people believe they need attention all the time. That's not true. We need attention sometimes, but not all the time. Some people believe they need more money than their neighbor. Not true. Uh, money is a useful tool, but when we identify with it, we lose ourselves. Some people believe they need, you know, the Ferrari or what have you. And the truth is that those needs are really projections of one's identity that are that is formed in the, the false reality. Uh, <clears throat> so there are, there are needs, there are inauthentic needs that we have to weed through in order to understand who we really are. Now here's the challenge. Once we do that, once we start to weed through the, inauth the inauthentic needs and we start to uncover our authentic self, it can be difficult at times to figure out what our real needs are because they may 
be similar to our inauthentic needs. There may be some crossover. Um, so it's a complex thing. It's a complex topic. So if we know, and, and I, at least for me, I know that there are some things that I don't really need that I think I need, then there must be things that I need for real. And to understand that, one has to come to some degree of self-awareness, some degree of self-understanding. And then we begin to get into what it really means to be human. And that is really the only way that we can understand uh, our needs individually and collectively. You know, I can't name yours, but I can tell you that in order to understand what you really need, you have to under begin to understand who you really are. Uh, you know, <clears throat> as I said, <clears throat> at the beginning of this episode, what I really needed as a child was encouragement, was love, was affection. It took me a long time to get to the point where I was self-aware enough to know that. And frankly, those needs are still there. Now, luckily, I'm, I'm married to a wonderful person. I've got wonderful kids. Uh, but those needs, those authentic needs are still there. I remember for years, I would dream about playing guitar. I would, before I ever picked one up. It wasn't until about the age of, oh gosh, 30, 30, I guess, that I really began to take seriously learning how to play it. <clears throat> I would dream for, I, I had the same dream for years or similar dreams for years about playing guitar. And what that ended up being was my internal need to be creative. So now the guitar is a creative instrument to me. And my point is that my subconscious or the universe or my higher self was trying to tell me, you know, learn how to do this. It's going to be a useful tool for you. What I needed was to learn how to do that. And although I, I can't say I'm very, I'm not an excellent guitar player, uh, I can play. And what I found was that that need for creativity was authentic. And, you know, the need for intimacy, it's something we work on in every relationship, right? Whatever kind of intimacy that relationship calls for. Uh, that's an important part of who I am. Uh, the need to express love, the need to express compassion. Those are important base parts of who I am. However, I still feel guilty when I'm not working. or I st And there's no reason for it. You know, there's, there's absolutely no reason for that. But it's ingrained in me to perceive a guilt around resting, uh, you know, a guilt around not being there for everyone. A lot of this stuff is learned, folks. A lot of these 
feelings and perceptions that we have as human beings are are put in us, uh, not intentionally, not to be harmful, but we have learned from our society, from our family, from our religion. We've learned the art of shame. We've learned the art of guilt. We've learned to believe that shame and guilt and and fear and dread uh, we're being fooled by ourselves into thinking that these are legitimate things. Now, if we've done something wrong, we probably should feel a little guilty. But we, we don't practice enough grace to know, or we don't understand grace, unconditional love, enough to know that <clears throat> there's healing on the other side of a mistake. We carry the mistake with us. That's what we've learned. So basically what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to end here pretty soon, friends. I'm going to lose my voice completely. What I'm trying to say is that legitimate needs that we have as humans are based in legitimately what it means to be human. And for me, anyway, what it means to be human is to be an expression of of love, of intimacy, of closeness, of creativity, of compassion, of sympathy. Anything that impedes that, anything that impedes fulfilling those needs is a part of the false reality that we live in. Now, don't get me wrong. There should be boundaries. You can only give of yourself so much. You know, you can only give away so much. Uh, And you certainly can't let toxic people in. I've learned that lesson. But I sincerely believe that there are real legitimate needs that we have that we have to work on. Um, The need for truth in oneself, the need for self-awareness, the need to be creative, the need to express one's sexuality, one's intimacy, the need to be the expression of oneself that we're trying to be. I mean, that's the greatest need, right? The need to find that meaning drives us. But we have to be very careful because there's a lot of stuff out there that offers meaning that if we're not a little bit self-aware, we can end up believing we need those false things. You know, if I could just win the lottery, if I could just have the right job, if I could just be in the right relationship. I can tell you folks that all of those things, you know, we have to do the work to make our life the fullest expression it can be. If we win the lottery, (coughs) great, be generous. (coughs) Get another drink here. I'm pushing it. Uh, If we find the right spouse, I think I did. Wonderful. But we have to work on those things, folks. And even when you find those things, there's still work to do. And that work is finding one's own authenticity. I'm going to leave you there because I'm going to lose my voice. But I thank you for your time. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.